Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Sorry, I've been away for a little bit, for about a week. Yeah, I'd say it's about a week. But I gave you two episodes last Tuesday or Wednesday, so I don't feel that bad. I do feel bad, though. <laughs> but uh, I was tied up this, this past week just dealing with some things, and uh, I'm excited to be back here talking to you guys today. So something I had to work through this past week, uh, especially the past couple of days, is in regards to forgiveness. And forgiveness, I think, is really difficult for a lot of people. You know, we very often, the, the temptation to even the score is so strong that it's very difficult for people to embrace forgiveness. You know, and all I could think of is Jesus being, having his beard ripped out and flogged to the point where his ribs were showing and then nailed to a piece of wood. And he told God to forgive him. You know what I mean? So nobody's ever done anything that bad to me. You know what I'm saying? So I look at that and I'm, I'm like, who am I to hold grudges? Who am I to be angry? Who am I to retaliate in any way? So, you know, because I struggle um, with... There's certain certain things I could do or say and just, you know, it's it's really difficult sometimes. But at the end of the day, like I mentioned before, it's ego. It's ego. You know, your your need to lash back out or get even or you know, pay somebody some consequences for their actions is it's that's all ego. And if you don't control those desires, you know, I think it was, what was it, Buddha or something like that said anger is like holding on to hot coals and expecting to burn somebody else. The other thing about that is even if you throw those hot coals onto somebody else and burn them, you could get in serious trouble yourself. You just end up hurting yourself more. I don't know many situations where retaliation has yielded super good results for people. So I think that practicing forgiveness starts with perspective you know, for me, I just look at the perspective of Jesus and what he went through. I look at what I'm called to do as, although I'm not perfect, as a Christian man. So I think perspective is very important in that regard, comparing your circumstances and what you're going through to somebody else. I also think it's very important perspective that it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? Somebody out there has it way worse than you. Your best friend betrayed you. You got cheated on by your girlfriend. You got people trying to destroy your business and your livelihood. It doesn't matter what it is. Somebody out there has it way worse than you. Way worse. So perspective in that instance is helpful as well. I think that we also should look at forgiveness as an act of, you know, I hate to say this because it's just... <laughs> A bunch of goofballs use this term now, but self, self-love, it really is. Forgiveness is an act of self-love. You know, when we forgive others, you know, holding on to unforgiveness and anger and grudges only, only hurts us, it poisons us, it poisons our heart, it poisons our soul. So forgiveness is an act of self-love. You know, furthermore, it's also what we're called to do. It's also what we're called to do. You know, if you're a Christian, you are called to forgive. 
You know, Jesus says, you know, one of the apostles asked Jesus, you know, how many times should you forgive your brother? And he's like 40,000 times 40,000 or some, some ridiculous number, basically like an infinite amount of times is how many times it's what we're called to do. And lastly, if you've got a lot of haters, <laughs> you know, you're doing something special. If there's a, if, if you've got multiple, multiple, multiple people coming at you, if you've got enemies, it means you're doing something impactful. It means that you're doing something special. You know, to people that fail in life, people that the only way that they can get ahead is to lie, to cheat, to steal from others. Any t- it's the crabs in the bucket, man. I've, I've talked about that many times, that anytime somebody tries to get out of the bucket, you know, a lot of times when you surpass your peers or significantly outperform your peers, instead of like, hey, them saying, hey, how can I get better? How can I challenge myself? How can I grow mentally, physically, and spiritually? How can I improve my performance? No, they want to attack you and bring you down to their level. Almost always. Like whenever you get a group of people coming at you specifically, all bonded by a mutual dislike of you, you know you're doing something. You know you're doing something right. People don't hate on insignificant people in groups. You know what I'm saying? You don't get groups of people that hate on insignificant people. They hate on people that are going to make an impact and it's because they're being used. And that's the thing. That's the other thing you have to look at is you can't be mad at the person. They're just a vessel. They're just a tool. The devil's just using them. That's why you can't get mad at the person. You can't sit there and get mad at them and and hold on to this hatred and anger in your heart because it's not even them. You know what I'm saying? It's not even them. They're being used. So almost look at it like a compliment. You know, when I find out I've got a bunch of people that are against me, it excites me. It's honestly, it's kind of like an ego fluff because I know in my heart what I've done. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're an absolute piece of trash and you've got a bunch of people that hate you, you need to, you need to change things. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if you've done good by people, And in your heart of hearts, know that you've always had people's best interests at heart, that you've always done what's best for people, that you've always done what's good for people. Sometimes, a lot of times that, you know, a lot of the people that I know that don't like me had massive uh, insecurities. So when you do really good for people that are insecure and have self-worth issues, there's this feeling of undeserving. And this feeling of undeserving grows and grows and grows to the point where it becomes a malicious attack against you because they don't believe in their heart that they should be treated well. And then they begin to hate you for treating them well. It's crazy. It sounds, if you're normal, that sounds crazy. Like if you don't have a sick, twisted heart, if you don't have major insecurities and self-worth issues, this will make no sense to you. But that's what happens. And the only way these types of people can feel good 
is by tearing up, trying to tear other people down. Like I know there's, there's nothing, no matter how bad the circumstances in my life get, no matter what I win, what I lose, at the end of the day, I'm able to stay relatively cool, calm, and collected now because I've proven to myself it doesn't matter what you do to me. I'm just going to bounce back 10 times better. You know what I mean? You're just making me better. You're just making me better. That's all. Thank you for the motivation. I didn't want to go to the gym today. Well, I thought about you, and now here I am pulling into the gym right now. I traveled 12 hours on the road yesterday. I haven't seen my pregnant wife in a week. Didn't want to go to the gym. Here I am. I'm in the gym. Didn't want to get up this morning early and and spend time in the word and not be in bed with my wife well guess what i thought of you and here i am so like thank you like at the same time guys you should use like don't make it toxic but forgive people but also use their continued assaults on you as motivation like i'm just gonna start more businesses I'm just going to blow this recruiting company up even more. I'm just going to get in even better shape. I'm just going to publish even more podcast episodes. I'm just going to get better and better and better and better. And there's nothing you can do other than killing me to stop me. There's nothing. And at the end of the day, if you just keep doing good by other people, donating your time and money, which I've been trying to make a consistent, a very consistent effort to donate, 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 tithe, 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 time and money, helping people in need. You know, these people aren't doing that. So who do you think is going to win in the long term? And it might not even be in this life. It's not about what's what we do in this life. It's, it's, it's about what's coming to us in the next life. But who do you think is going to win in the long term? You know what I'm saying? So if you just keep doing good, And people that want to hurt you just keep doing bad and being negative black holes of disgusting energy. What do you have to, what do you have to worry about? Like there's nothing, unless somebody kills you, man, there's nothing that somebody else could do to you that's going to keep, can completely take you out of the game unless you allow it. Unless you allow it. Dude, take everything from me. Take my house, take, take everything, everything I've got everything and start me back at zero or negative a million and I'll come back and win. (laughs) We'll fast forward 20 years from now. We'll look at where you're at. We'll look at where I'm at. We'll just see. I'm going to win. That's the way you got to be. So yes, forgive people, but also play with a chip on your shoulder. Use it. Don't let that motivation go to waste, but also don't let it turn toxic. All right. I'm going to hit a lift. Love you guys. Let's get it.